Join our incredible moms who have mastered the art of balancing motherhood in today's episode of We Time Convo. My name is Debbie. This is Liza. Moms sharing inspiring stories, practical tips, and a few hilarious anecdotes. And it all begins now. Thank you for listening to We Time Convo. Uh, this is Liza. Unfortunately, Debbie was not able to join us today. She had a prior engagement. So, Debbie, if you are listening, we miss you and hope that you are having a good Sunday. I have a very special guest with me today. Um, he is a girl dad. He is also a Independence High School alumni. Class, yes, yes. <laughs> class of 99 represent. And he's also an author of two children's books, The Declaration of Datahood and Datahood, A Beautiful Chaos. So, um, Jeremy, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm excited to be here. I just also before I start rambling on, I just wanted to personally say, Liza, uh, congratulations on launching a podcast and um, and just sharing your voice about the nuances of parenthood. Yeah. And actually, thank our producer, Irene, who actually asked me to to host so but thank you very much and why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family sure so just mentioned i am class of 99 i okay thanks for kind of revealing my age (laughs) um we went to independence high school and i'm gonna take it back to i remember when i first met liza in algebra i think it was freshman year and i was in the back of the class and I remember there was a Italian girl, I forgot what's her name, but throughout the whole year, that's the only friend I had at the time. And the front of the class was you, our good friend, Jeremy, and your cousin, Casimero. And I can't believe you remember that. I do. And I, and Casimero doesn't like how I always bring up high school stuff. So, and I always remind him like once every six months or once a year, I would say, yeah, I remember you had this Tommy Hilfiger sweater. It was red and black and... I wanted it in Macy's, but you wore it. So I was like, I I didn't like you because you had it. And, you know, I was like, man, I wanted that sweater real bad. But I would say after all those years of in being in high school, those guys are still, we're still hanging out. Yeah, um, and still, I, I still see you guys. Yeah, and they're still my band of brothers. So shout out to them. But it's kind of nice to kind of see you again and being in this awesome setup that you got here. So kudos. And we're parents now. Yes. So many years later. So. Yes. An older parent. So Bella's three years old. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I can feel like my energy is slowly draining because I'm, I'm not in my 20s where I could just pick her up, but I'm trying to embrace that. So kudos You're to doing parenthood. You're a good job. Thank You're you so much. So I want to know more about your book. So obviously the inspiration for your book is obviously Bella, your little three-year-old. But how did the idea of wanting to write a book come about? How did this become a thing? You know, I've always wanted to create a book. And I think uh, this is way before Bella was born. And it just, I was just thinking about what the subject matter is. Because I've, um, I work at the ad industry. So I'm a copywriter and you know, it's just one of those things where words flow in my mind each day. So I do this from a nine to five as a career. Um, and I really wanted to work on a book, but I just didn't know what to 
kind of write about. And so I have a bunch of ideas, you know, um, you know, I could have easily wrote about an intern who is like a young guy who has an affair with a creative director that's twice his age. I have that. I would read that. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't really go anywhere. I would just probably go a few pages. And I had a bunch of these ideas and it never came into fruition. So it was 2020 where Bella was born and COVID took over the world, right? Mm -hmm. And although I was a new dad, I was overly cautious of not uh, just exposing her, but I've just like just me going out and catching something. And I remember you can even ask my wife, we would go to a park and, you know, the achoo would come out of nowhere and they're not like covering their mouths. And then I would give them that death stare. <laughs> and so it just tells you how it signifies the crazy times, basically, where the urgency, the working from home, being a new parent, being isolated from friends and family, I had no choice but to, I guess that whole thing kind of compelled me and pushed me to write a book. And what is a, a better way to kind of write about than about my pride and joy, which is at Bella at the time. So that's why I wrote about fatherhood and raising Bella. And I felt like, okay, I think I'm just going to go full circle. And it was a organic thing, which I want to put out there. I am that type of person. Well, I, I will not write something and force it. So Bella and her inspiring me and kind of being a new dad and hey, I have all the time in the world. Yes, I'm working from home, but, uh, you know, I do have that extra time to focus on that. So did your wife have any input in the stories of the two books? She did. She is the first book that we're talking about now. She basically was my editor oh. and she would go and read it and, and kind of give me notes and say, OK, how about how about if we, you know, talk about this? And so she's been a huge support, uh, a huge inspiration. And it, it's funny. So she does. She's that type of person. She's to herself and I'm the opposite. Which yeah. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm a little extra what people identify me with but i think we complement one another and so she just said you know what just focus on that get the dream out she's a fan sometimes she won't admit it but you know i like to think that you know she's there in every step of the way so that's great yep. that's great so i read both books and i have to say that i love that you always at the end of each book you always incorporate mom you never forget her yes. and was that her idea <laughs> To in include mom at the at the end and, you know, make sure to give her that shout out. That was me giving her that shout out, actually, <laughs> because, you know, my books, I, I feel like there is kind of a, a hidden message. And if you have read it, it talks about my about my relationship with my daughter and the things I do, uh, like these other scenarios, like giving bath time and uh, feeding her and, and, and all these things. And then when it gets towards the end the most important conclusion that I want to get out of it is your daughter or son, you know, it doesn't matter. Your, your child will observe you, how you also treat your partner. Absolutely. It's yeah. essential. 100%. So it's like the way, not only how I interact with my kid, but how I interact with my wife, she's going to pick up on those things. She's going to see that she's going to be like, Hey, you know what? I, I want something like a partner, just like daddy, you know, someone that could just, you know, do those little things that I remember as a child, growing up and so that's kind of what kind of what the influence that kind of influence that i do want that kind of impression and i hope it 
kind of has that hit, you know, that the daddies that are reading it and it doesn't matter, you know, uh, mom or dad, it kind of how you treat your party, your partner is, is really crucial in raising your kid. I love that. I mean, the first book, you know, the ending of that first book, that's when, you know, like we give mommy love and so that, you know, whoever treats you, whoever you're with when you're older, that's how you should be treated is like a princess. So it kind of pulled at my heartstrings a little bit because, and, and even if your parents aren't together, so I'm going to go back to my situation. I'm, you know, me and my girl's dad have split up, you know, we co-parent, but it was so important for me to make sure that the kids see that we still have respect for each other, even though we're not together romantically, we still love each other and they see that. So I think when I read the first book and I, I saw that and I just kind of teared up a little bit because it's, it's very important and they need to know how to be treated and they need, they need to grow up with that kind of love in their household. So thank you so much for incorporating that in your book. <laughs> I, I'm blown away. Thank you. And I'm glad that you kind of had that reaction. I can't force movements, but it's something that has to be said. I don't think it's said that much in pop culture or just out there in the media. Right. And you need some positive figures and it, does take two to tango and we're in a situation in, in a world where we point fingers and really by the end of the day we have to know what our top priority is right. you know and bringing up this this generation it's a tough job but someone has to do it and hopefully it pays its dividends so the pictures in the book so how did you find somebody to do the illustrations for both your books because i believe there's two are there two different illustrators that you had because I, I did notice that the pictures are are different I had the privilege to work and collaborate with two female illustrators who have had experience in children's book. Uh, Gabriella Leah is the one who worked on the first book, The Declaration of Dadahood. And um, I worked on the second book, which is Dadahood Beautiful Chaos with Christina Michaelos, who happens to live in Greece. So these two, I've actually have used a platform called Upwork. And Upwork is basically, you know, you you get a set of, you name it, writers, editors, designers. So I kind of use that to find my visual artist and I have, and it's a process itself. You have to have a portfolio, um, look for, look at their portfolios and kind of see what you like in terms of their style. And it ranges, it's from all over the world. So I know Gabriella's more in the United States and what I just mentioned, Christina's from uh, Greece, but kind of having that reach. And yes, there's also uh, a lot of designers and creatives in the Philippines. <laughs> so what's up, Philippines? And that is an important part of having a book, kind of picking a great designer. Because, you know, you need a designer to kind of put things together. Someone that you can also work well, because it takes a huge chunk of book creation. I would say for me, it took four to five months of just working with a designer. But no, I don't do my own illustrations. If you do and you're in the self-publishing world like myself, you will save lots of money and time if you are both a designer and a writer. But yeah, I use Upwork yeah. to do those things. Right. The, the pictures are beautiful. Yeah. Violet loves the pictures. So actually, Violet is really picky with the books that I read to her at night. She's just very particular. And your newest book, Dadahood, A Beautiful Chaos, that is the book that she will let me read to her. And we read it at least, no joke, we read it at wow. least once a week. We read it last, <laughs> I read it to her last night. And it's hilarious because in the book, 
you know, at the end of your day, like, you, you know, at the end of the day, daddy is chasing around daughter and there's a big mess in the house. Right. So Violet is so concerned about the mess. She's like, what's the mom going to say when she gets home? Is he going to clean it up? I'm like, they'll clean it up together. But so she she'll ask questions. She's engaged in the book. And that's awesome. And I'm not just saying that because like you're my friend <laughs> and she she truthfully loves this book and we read it at least once a week and she loves the illustrations and the pictures. Oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And the kids, I know this is for mostly the parents to read to their kids, but I feel like if it gravitates to the kids and they kind of have that reaction of uh, and they do like it, to me, that's all I need to hear to continue to be like in this journey. Yeah, you know, I mean, I could climb the charts, even though it's maybe, I don't know, East Side San Jose bestseller. (laughs) I don't know for that. But that's great to hear. And I just hope for more, you know, great feedback. Because to be honest, this is like the first time I'm hearing about this. And just for you to kind of have the book, it tells me, oh, you ordered my book. That's awesome. No, of course. I mean, I support you and, you know, any of my friends. And I I think it's great. And we love the book. And she just loves the story. And and I'm assuming this is Bella in the yes. book. Yeah. So I, I refer to her as Bella. I'm like, this is Bella. And she thinks she's a riot. She's like, oh, she's so crazy like me. And I'm like, yeah, she's all <laughs> over the place. So is this in, in Dadahood, a beautiful chaos? Is this your typical day? Yes. With Bella? It is. And it's funny, too, like how you just care. You like your daughter was asking who she is. And I have to also, sometimes when I show this book, I'm like, who is this? And Bella says, that's Bella Sky." Yeah, it's it's the cutest thing. But yes, that's pretty much what inspired me. Every day I have to clean up her toys. I'm the one. And you know what, though? I I love doing it. I don't know. It's therapeutic. Maybe I'm, <laughs> maybe, I'm maybe I'm weird that way, but I like setting things up. Maybe it's just because... I'm that type of guy who just needs to have everything organized. Your wife is so lucky that you love doing that. Yeah. Great. Can you tell her that when you do see her? Charlene? <laughs> just a reminder. Is I'm it just Charlene? Kidding. Charlene. Yes. You're so lucky. So, yeah, um, that's a typical day. And, um, you know, there's a scene where she, you know, I kind of have to check her. And then I tell her, hey, yo, um, you shouldn't be doing that. And then she gives me that puppy eye look. And, and here I am just like, okay, you know, I, I'm going to let that slip. And, you know, maybe I'm guilty of not kind of being a full authority and punishing her. Because, you know, that dynamic with daughter and daddy, any daddy will tell you who is a girl dad, they treat sometimes their daughters different. And so I let her do what she does. But, of course, she's going to keep does pushing that you, button. Does she wrap, have you wrapped around her finger? She does. She does. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little concerned about that, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And and I think that's why Violet loves this book so much because she's a daddy's girl and she just Love loves it. that, you know, the main person in the book is is a dad. But of course, you know, you always you shout out to mom at the very end as well. So um, so I'm curious about the process of, you know, writing a children's book from the beginning to end. Like, how does that work? How long did it take you? Tell us a little more about that. So both books, I would say, and I mentioned it earlier, it takes um, maybe four to five months. The biggest chunk is to work with a designer. But before that, you have to actually create the manuscript. And you could Google templates. But what I highly suggest is when you're um, putting it down on paper and everything looks good to go, 
also include per page that you have a visual, what you think in your mind. So that when you work with a designer, they know what you're picturing as far as the imagery. And so once that's done, I highly also recommend you go through an editor. How do you find, how does one find an editor? Like, can you just Google editor and you can find somebody? Yes. Or you could go through Upwork and there's also Fiverr and there's also ones that are, will give you probably their service pretty cheap, but I kind of, I also believe in you get what you pay for. An editor will look at it, make sure it's fully fleshed out, check out if everything's good. And then once the editor gives the green light, now that you have your manuscript, it's all done. And so now it's going to the Upwork, looking for designer and then putting it all together. And so once that's done, they'll give you a file. And then that's when you have to look for another platform. You know, KDP, which is uh, from Amazon. Lulu is another website. Man, I'm giving you guys game right here. So whoever's listening, you better take notes. (laughs) Because really, it took me some time to kind of get this down. So you would look at these publishers that what they specialize in is they will only create the books that people order and they will ship it to them. So it's a white label type of company. And of course, after that, you want to do trademark, right? Make sure you don't get sued or someone copies your ideas. So you have to kind of go through that process of going to the U.S. trademark office, or I think that's what they're called. And you can do that online. And after the trademarking, you also have to go through the ISBN process. You have to get these ISBN number. It's like this kind of barcode here. And that just makes it more legit. But also you can, this also kind of gives libraries or kind of other bookstores the um, saying, okay, this book is good to go. I think we can carry this. So you need an ISBN number. That's that. That's it. Wow. Now, I didn't realize that was so easy. Yeah. Well, uh, I tell people it's, it's easy, but not simple because you'll tell a lot of people, because a lot of people I talk to says, oh, I want to create a book. Oh, you know, what? I had this in mind. Then do it. Here are the steps. But how much, how many of the probability of, or how many people will actually do it? So I'm saying if I could do it, you guys can do it too. But like I said, it is easy, but not simple. You just, but I mean, what are you waiting for? One life, just do it. Irene, you guys published a book about living in Europe, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. So, so you know all this. Yes, yes, I'm familiar. (laughs) But I actually forgot already too. It's good for me to remember all those steps again. You really need to write it down because you can get lost in the process. How long did it take you from writing it to launching the book? I think writing about three months because I already have my ideas. I just really need to put it in order. And then, yeah, I went through that process looking for an editor, looking for an illustrator. And I think six months in total, going back and forth with the guy who designs the book. And then, yeah, the editor, it took me about a month. And then, yeah, I release it, but it's just released in digital format. But I know there's more edit that I can do there. Yeah, that's that's great. And the thing is, I probably skipped a few more steps. But yeah, it'll be great for having peop- a lot of people read it, your friends yeah. and family, because yeah. they could give you real feedback. Mm-hmm. And so um, mm-hmm. there's other little things, but those are the kind of the general steps. Mm-hmm. And, and that doesn't include marketing, which yeah. is a different beast. I think that's that's where the trick starts because you need to get it out it's not just putting it on amazon and you think that's it 
Yeah. And so like, it's one of those things where you're done with the book and it's your baby. And then, and then now you have to put your marketing cap Mm -hmm. and you have to get it out there. And a lot of writers are, they're not extroverted. They could be introverted and it's tough for them. And so thank goodness we have social media. That's what I was just going to say. Thank goodness for social media. And there's so many platforms that promote, promote (laughs) your, your stuff and right. Podcasting podcasting um, youtube youtube and i'm, I'm leveraging yeah. that TikTok. um you know it could be a little discouraging because sometimes you don't get the the views where you put other content and they love balloons and cakes and unicorns uh but i mean i suggest people who if you have that dream to kind of do a book do it um it's hard at first but it is such a rewarding experience like you just sharing your story about your little girl kind of having that. I'm like, I'm in awe. Like, I love that already. And it's going to keep me and that dream alive. So, you know. So what is next for you? Are you going to be writing more books as Bella grows older? That's the plan. But again, I want it to kind of be, uh, I want it to be seamless. So I can't just have a timeline. To me, it has to be one of those moments. It could even be, kindergarten and she says Mm -hmm. something funny to me and i'm like well okay let me write notes that's how i work as a creative um but yes i would love to write about the the different phases of fatherhood the different milestones um i'm gonna put out in the universe i mean i hope to have like a you know be nice to have a netflix show there you go Mm -hmm. you know with um on that (laughs) and what's his name from um crazy rich asians that actor henry golding I would oh, love him to play me. Like the Hapa, Hapa guy. <laughs> yeah, I love him to play me. Um, okay, well, hello. If you're listening, what's his name? Henry Golding. Henry I think Golding. is his name. We got a casting for you because you look just like him. <laughs> no, I I do. I try to tell that to my wife. I I know I have Frank over here. He thinks otherwise. Yeah. Wait, why did you cough over there? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So, yeah, I would love to see more from you. Like I said, I love your books. Violet loves your books. And I hope there's more for us to read as she gets older as well. Thank you. And my one last question is, um, what is your favorite thing about being a dad? Oh, that's easy. I think all dads can relate. I have an excuse to just read books, watch cartoons and just hang out and chill. And it looks like work to me. But just the other day, I mean, last night I, I helped. Bella, well, my wife and I helped Bella build the Barbie doll dream house. Oh, nice. And then, I mean, like, I'm secretly just building this thing and that, and but I had the best of time and just in my head, like, oh, this is sick. You know, it reminds me of Castle Grayskull, you know, but like having the opportunity to do that and spend 110 like percent of that just being focused on having that time with Bella. And it's easy because it's, I, I'm a person who loves to have fun. I'm carefree. So it's just one of those things. Sure, it is. I, I'm like responsible for her well-being, but I feel like funness is a huge aspect of raising a kid. I feel like I'm big in creativity. I'm big in her coming up with some new ideas, hopefully when she does grow up. And, you know, if she wants to be creativity and that's on my side or if she wants to do more on the medical side, that's my wife's side. It doesn't matter. But as long as she implements all those things, uh, that she learned as a kid. And hopefully that kind of opens up her world a little more. 
And so uh, imagination is huge for me and hopefully it's huge in this household. And I'm going to, we'll see what the end product is when Bella does grow up. And I'll be like, all right, let's go watch the weed time. I mean, let's go listen to the weed time combo <laughs> podcast and you could rewind this over and over. And I say, see, it works. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's like, it's like living, reliving your childhood through, you know, your little one and seeing them grow up and see things through their eyes is just, it's just such a wonderful feeling and it just makes me so happy and you know like I said I say this all the time I, I never thought that I would be a mom and that's something that I never wanted to be but I'm so happy and my life is so fulfilled you know getting to experience this but totally yeah I could say that for being a daddy too because I mean I wasn't a father until 37 or 38 Wait, maybe 40 because, okay, 1999. Don't do the math, guys. Uh, or maybe 40. Let's just put that. Um, and that is something that I can claim and say I'm a daddy because for years you, I've been chasing. I've been, you know, copywriter. Um, Frank knows. I. Um, Frank, by the way, is one of our friends that's here. Yep. He's uh, our next guest. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be a rapper. Um, and that was something I tried to. Yeah, Jay Mash, you don't even try to make me freestyle here. <laughs> Um, and so, <laughs> hey, you and Frank, do you guys want to get on uh, the mic together? Last night, sorry, that was me. Uh, was that, was that interlude? Hey, what's up, interlude? Uh, trying to get a record deal here, hey. uh, Eric and James. What's up, uh, Cyrus? What's up? Um, but that was something I was trying to push. But finally, it's like uh, I stopped chasing a dream because I feel like being a daddy just sets you straight. And I feel like I'm chasing other dreams now. And so that's just that's the path. That's the path right there. So thank you, Bella. And thank you, Charlene, uh, for that. Uh, trusting me. And hopefully there are many years that you could trust me and, and, and see what I do as a father and a husband. Yeah, you're doing a great job. And it's so nice to you know see you do all these things in your life and become a dad and a husband so i love it and it's so nice to see you again so thank you so much for coming on to we time convo and we love having you on and hopefully we can have you back on for something else yeah that would be sweet i had a great time yeah. and uh for those who want to purchase the book you can go and get the hardcover at amazon excuse me no you can get that at Barnes and Noble, you can get the soft cover at Amazon. And also you can go to www.bondega, that's B-O-N-D-E-G-A.com for uh, grabbing my book. And that's, is that for both the books? For the Declaration of Datahood and? That is just for my new book. Just for your new book, okay. Yeah, so if you still want the cop uh, a copy and uh, you can get the original, Declaration of Dadahood at lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U.com. Thank you. And yeah, get your copies. It's a really great book and it's something that parents and children, and even if you're not a parent, you know, even if you're a dog parent or just, you know, it's, it's a wonderful book. So yeah, get your copy. But thank you again for joining us. All right. Thank you again. Thank you.